What's up, gang? Welcome back to In the Frame Podcast, episode number three. I'm your host, Peter Collins, joined by Alberto Mendoza, your co-host. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good. I'm doing good. As always, let's pop a cold one. It's been a long week. Definitely. Cheers. Cheers. That's some good stuff. So, man, let's start it off with how how's your week been so far? It's Friday. Just got done with my nine to five. I know you recently quit your job. Yeah, um, it's how? been a it's been an adjustment for me. Um, how has it been going? Like, um, I've been trying to figure things out. Like my daily routine, I feel like I nailed it on the head. Now I, the only thing is I need to be disciplined and working on that every single day. Mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, I do my 30, 45 minutes of reading uh, with my coffee. And then after I do my reading, probably check my social media, see what's up, uh, my emails, uh, any inquiries that I got to respond to. And then I get back to working with, a. I have a few projects on deck that I need to complete. Nice. Um, so uh, just been doing that a lot. And then after my second cup of coffee, get my workout in, uh, work out at the beach uh, since we can't go to the gyms yet. Yeah. So I get my run in. And then by the time I come back, I've taken a nap or two here and there. Um, and then go back to uh, working more on my computer. And then Kristen shows up, dinner. And then I just spend the rest of the time with her. And uh, that's my day, man. <laughs> Damn, uh, sounds like you have it figured out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what are you reading? Just Do you suggest anything? Well, oh, I still get I, reading. I think I mentioned it on episode one or two that I'm reading uh, right now, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I'm learning a lot about how to make money work for you, not you work for your for money. It's a business oriented so i something i highly recommend reading um i'm learning a lot of stuff that you just never learn in uh in high school at least i mean i went to community college and i still didn't learn that either so i don't know you you went to fullerton i don't know if they taught you financial literacy no yeah they definitely did but not in the way that a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays feed it to you know like people like us who are trying to start their own business whether it be photography or outside of that realm but they definitely have a way of communicating it to us that works you know yeah and um no but that sounds good man i'm, I'm happy to hear that your adjustment to your to your um new lifestyle of or line of work because it is mm-hmm. is working for you man so far so good i mean it's the first week of uh quote unquote f- full-time freelance uh it's definitely different I'm used to going into a place where I kind of quote unquote clock in and clock out where here it's like, I'm my own boss. No one's going to tell me what to do. Um, It's which could be a double edged sword. Some people will take advantage of that and just hang out on the couch and just look at Instagram all day or whatever. Um, You just got to have that mental discipline to just to like do your hours of work. So I treat it as I'm still working at the other place I was at. I quote unquote clock in here at nine o'clock in the morning. That's when I open up my laptop and start editing. That's good. Um, now how, was, talk- how was your week? Yeah, my week, it was, it's been great, man. It's um, my nine to five job has definitely picked up from what it was during this whole pandemic thing. It's it definitely slowed down to 30 hours. Now we're back to 40 hours. It's good to uh, hear. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's bad because we've worked on. We've had, because of the 30 hours, I picked up a lot more like 
not hobbies, but interests mm-hmm. and more projects than I would have picked up when As I had. As you should. Um, you yeah. have a lot of free time, so you're going you're gonna to pick up new things. Yeah, so because of that, this this past like two weeks, it's been super busy. Like almost every day I've been doing something, whether it be work or a photo shoot or our podcast. And we just got done for, uh, shooting our photo shoot. Yeah, for our branding. Yeah. Rafe. Um, really cool dude. We'll link his Instagram on the description. Definitely a talented photographer. He did a hell of a job. I'm glad he finally gets him got to meet the dude. Um, he's pretty dope. I love I love the way our photos came out. Yeah, they came out really nice. And um we it's definitely a different feeling when you're a photographer and they're shooting you or you're being shot at. Yeah, it's it's weird being in the other side of the camera, right? It is. We didn't know how to act or react and whatnot. So it was like this is so weird. I'm usually I'm usually the one directing yeah usually the one directing too and just like it makes you self-conscious in a way which is kind of an eye-opener because it makes you realize what you like did a really good photo shoot it was it was a good experience i had fun um yeah we definitely had fun like you said I, i learned a little bit how a model would feel since i've been in those shoes now before i'd be like bro come on just fucking come on get it like figure it out you know, yeah. you're not, you're not fat. You're not ugly. Just shut the fuck up and just shoot this, this, this shoot this. Yeah. But now like we've been on those shoes and now we're like, oh damn, now nah, this is what they feel. And now I'm pretty sure from here on out, our shoots are going to be a lot more, not a lot more different, but we're going to be more cautious. We're definitely going to be more relaxed. And um, now we know what postures we, that fit us as a person. As that- you're hearing this, I mean, it's already been on our Instagram. It's already, it's our cover. It's our cover art. So uh, it yeah. should it's live right now yeah as we speak um, but yeah um uh what do you want to talk about today man let's definitely uh move towards equipment gear gear and um you you were texting me and um, we were talking about the new canon yeah the canon eos r5 yeah which is set to be released sometime hopefully during the summer. Uh-huh. But who knows with this whole COVID-19 thing going on. There's a pushback or anything. It's definitely going to push it back. Um, a lot of hype on this camera just because it's their mirrorless. Um, it's supposed to be the Sony killer. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be the Sony killer and it's supposed to have eight, uh, 8K. Or what is it? Is it 8K? 6K yeah, or 8K? No, 8K? no way it's 8K. Yeah. So let's let's start Wait, from the top. Wait, are you sure it's 8K? Yeah, I'm sure it's 8K. I thought it was. I'm looking six. at the freaking computer right now. Dude, that's crazy. But um, let's start from the price, specs, and what we might as because we're both Sony users. Yeah. Well, we love mirrorless. Our allegiance is to to Sony. But <laughs> Yo, um, Sony, uh, cough out the bag though. I know. Sony, if you want us to become an ambassador, it is up. <laughs> They're probably saying, "Man, you got a six thousand. Chill the fuck out." <laughs> Word. <laughs> But okay, let's let's start with the specs, specs, specs. The specs of the Canon EOS R5. Okay, so what I'm reading from this article, which is TechRadar.com, they're saying that it should cost around $6,800 US. Damn. So, I mean, sixty-eight just for the body. I'm assuming just for the body. That's, Damn. That's the estimated. Oh, price. that's where I got six K from. It's six thousand dollars, not. 6k um resolution right that's crazy man what do you think about the price jeez that's like two ace a7threes or three of them yeah because the a7 three the body is is two thousand dollars um 
Fuck, that's crazy. Um, people, I'm seeing people like on Facebook and Instagram are like all hyped up about it, which is okay, totally cool. But they're like, oh, guess I'm switching to Canon. I guess I'm ditching Sony because everyone's waiting for the legendary A7, A7S 3 which people have been waiting for for almost about four years at this point, which is the low light killer. Um, and so people are jumping ships right now to Canon, which is cool, I guess. Uh, but people don't realize that, yeah, you're going to get a, a 8K mirrorless camera, but you also need a dope machine to handle that footage yeah. which most people don't some people most people can't even handle 4k quality footage in their computer let alone 8k right it's not just buying the camera you got to buy a computer with that which is going to cost you another a thousand two thousand dollars depending on um your preference right and um yeah 8k is just ridiculous and i heard I, maybe i'll read it through but i heard that they're gonna have like some setting that replaces um what is that called? A red camera. Like it's supposed to compete against a red camera or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll dig into it, but something about that. So maybe that's why the pricing is so expensive. And another reason is I think they priced it so much is because Canning is realizing how much money content creators are making. So they're probably like the average Joe making, I don't know, three grand a month, 10 grand a month, 20. What was that guy's name? Oh, um, that makes like a bunch of money a month. Uh, Zach Kravitz at Zach Kravitz. This guy's a G. Yeah. He, when I saw he was making like 3,500, um, 2016, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Monthly. Monthly. And now he's making like 25, 30,000. Third, like 30, 30 racks a month. Yeah, it's, but it's he went from creating content. For, he went from being a fitness instructor. He was a big Christian Guzman head. He was like, I don't know if you listen to his podcast. It's called, um, rambling radio it's really good he was a big christian guzman head and he wanted to be like christian guzman be a uh, a youtube influencer didn't work out for him really um, i didn't then, know that then he got into content creation he created he created dope videos he started kind of like vlogging um and then he went from that he transitioned to uh doing those uh quote-unquote master classes he created his own school of film i guess and that's where he, that's where he's at right now and he's banking on that props to him yeah that's definitely um it's crazy man like you're making them you're you're doing it big and, and you should do master classes if you're making 30k a month yeah like that's what people make in a year on their yeah yeah dude and then i i've logged into his uh master classes i've never i just wanted i was just curious about the price mm-hmm. it's pretty much a thousand dollars and wow. he always says like he always put us in his story like how many people have filled up and he does like he does it like once per quarter he launches it and then there's like at least 12 to 15 people that sign up for it so that's fifteen thousand right there how long does do you know how long the master classes last or i do not know if i were to get i'm pretty sure he's mentioned it i think they have like a lifetime access to that um content content footage education so if you if you have a thousand dollars go ahead and up your game by if you're a content creator and, yeah that's yeah. definitely that's a good tip of um a master class that if somebody wants to invest a thousand dollars they can go ahead and do it's either like invest in a thousand dollars or go to freaking film school and drop 50 K go to USC. I'm sure it's a lot more than 50,000. First you got to get approved yeah, and then you do the courses and whatnot. Yeah. That's, that's insane. But back to the camera. Yeah. So they're saying, okay, so 8K video capture. Let's set the train by shouts to the train. Hmm. Okay. So they're saying that they're ballparking 
the megapixels <clears throat> to be around 42. Sheesh. Or, no, I'm sorry, 45. Sheesh. That's a lot, man. That's Well, that not the, the A7 III-R like 47? Something like that. I think it is. And the R4 is like 60, I believe. Yeah, and then again, this is a mirrorless, so... It's pretty beefy for a mirror. That's that's yeah. a that's a tank, a little mini tank that you got in your hands. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see here. Not just that, but like, because I've seen videos of this, like people reviewing. No, no, that was the. Never mind. That was the uh, Mark the One DX Mark Three. They're like SD cards cost like three hundred dollars itself. Wow, that's crazy. Because they're not SD cards. They're I forget what the term is, the proper term for it. Um, it's something bigger, and it's like I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of card that's gonna hold. That's gonna be in the EOS EOS Five. Is that what it's called? Yeah, EOS 5 R5. Or yeah. I'm sorry, EOS R5. Yeah. And as you can tell, we're we're not canon heads, so we don't even we're not we're familiar not. with these names. We're only doing this segment just because we know every, we don't shoot Canon, but I'm sure somebody out there A lot of Canon users. It's either Canon or freaking Sony. Sony. Yeah. Um but we're just, you know, we we wanna inform you. This is podcast is about photography and the past couple of episodes we've haven't talked about upcoming gear, so this is why we're taking the opportunity to Talk about We've this. We've gone on deep dives on Instagram, so I think yeah, we, we could chill with that for a little bit. Instagram. <laughs> we can chill on that for this episode number three in the Frame Podcast. Um, let's talk about frames per second. Mechanical, 12 frames per second burst, which is pretty good. My A6000 does 11 frames per second. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's mechanical shutter. Um, but I don't, I don't even know what any of that means. Mechanical, I swear to God. <laughs> I think mechanical, we should have done our homework a little bit better, but... <laughs> I think mechanical is um, when you hear the shutter. Yeah, that that is mechanical. And then they're doing uh, 20 frames per second um, electric, or what is it called? Electrical 20 frames continuous shooting speed with using the silent shutter or shooting in live view. Hmm. I don't know what cool. that means, but cool. Does that mean like it's taking a video, but it's actually shooting frames? Uh-huh. Oh, which kind of like, takes from the experience as a photographer, because I like hearing the shutter speed. Right. It does make you feel like you have a machine gun. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's get into the video specs. That's that's a whole. That's hype. my baby. That's a whole. That's what everybody's talking. That's the, the selling. Rave. That's the selling point. Is yeah, the that, that is the selling point. Because so, anyone could get a yeah. So let's talk about what Canon has confirmed. Canon has confirmed that the EOS R5 will be capable to capture 8K video using the full width of its sensor. This Damn, is the first even time. Clocked. Such high-resolution recording ability has made its way to a consumer-level snapper. So that's that's impressive by Canon, man. Because it, to get 8K quality footage, you got to get a, you need to get a RED or some other cinema camera. Yeah, I can only imagine the file. Oh my god, the file size. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just buying a camera. You got to buy a legit computer that could handle that kind of footage. Yeah, with an with an insane graphics card, like. That is true. I that's why people are like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to Canon. I'm going to kind of like, well, I hope you got to afford another five thousand dollars for a dope computer. Yeah, it's insane, man. That that's eight K is nuts. And I, when when are they gonna? And they're saying they're saying that they're preparing for the eight K in the future. So they're saying that's well, gonna be more like um, more mm-hmm. common mm-hmm. than the whatever's going on right now. Four K. It's funny that you say that because four K has been around for a while now at this point, and not and most general population don't have 4k monitors 4k computers or 4k tv they have yeah. standard hd i have freaking standard hd tv yeah. um so 4k is good and hd standard 1080 is the standard well it's the standard right now but yeah. 
the fact that they're like trying to push 8k when not many people even have 4k displays is like kind of kind of interesting to me well i can see there yours is a 4k yeah TV and that is it looks fucking amazing like i'll tell you this much uh, there are a lot of like this if you go to best buy or amazon and get like a cheap not a cheap but like a moderately cheap tv mm-hmm. you will get 4k and but the only thing i i recommend if you get 4k a 4k tv or computer is that you get fast internet because if you don't have fast mm. internet the 4k won't keep up and it'll just keep freezing and i had to upgrade my internet because really of yeah when i got the tv and we were watching oh, that's right you had, we had this you upgraded for the super bowl i remember yeah i had to upgrade i was like it was just lagging and it was not a good experience Jeez, that's another thing you got to think about then <laughs> yeah um another plus who's watching 4k videos or let alone 8k videos on youtube most know, of these man. content creators are gonna put their um their work on YouTube, right? You assume or Vimeo, and who's gonna watch that from a 1080 display um, computer? Yeah, I think this camera is definitely aimed towards that um, thirty thousand like Zach uh-huh. um, content creator. Yeah, or or else or if you're making uh short films. Yeah, um, I know a couple of people in San Diego who have. Ian, he's he's got a uh, a Canon. Um, it's a cinema camera. God damn it! It's is a, that the one that is like a square? Yeah, it's, isn't it a red? No, that no, was a red. No, it's a Canon. Uh, damn it! The one day, the one moment I cannot remember that freaking name. It, it's a cinema camera. It's okay. a it's a Mark II Canon. Anyways, yeah. And then my other friend, he just sold his A seven three, and he got his he got a black uh, black pocket Magic. 6k camera which is like pretty dope right now too. but black magics are they're pretty cheap compared to um compared to this Sony. one aren't they like 1200 um, i know no, a guy dude. who the i know 6k you can look it up right now the uh, black magic 6k it up. is i want to say the bodies i think i'm assuming it's like three thousand dollars black magic and, and there's also a 4k version as well so there's a 4k and there's also a 6k no yeah it is, it's worth uh 1300 just the body for the 6k or the 4k Oh, I'm sorry. This is the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema K 4K. Yeah, I'm talking about the 6K. Oh, 6K. The 6K just came out like less than a year ago. Hmm, let me look that up. one's got to be at least three thousand, if I were to guess. Let's see here. Shop online. And it's pretty. It's pretty impressive. It's an impressive camera. But the Canon is still way more expensive, I believe. Yeah. Um. Let's focus on Canon. Um. The Canon definitely. Um. Another thing I heard is their uh, autofocus. It's supposed to be a dual pixel autofocus or something like that. Let me read it. Um, it says, while while many professionals will prefer the extra control of manual focusing, this is still an impressive boon, particularly for still photographers who fancy using the EOS R5 to dabble in high-quality video shooting. So maybe this is for that photographer who doesn't feel comfortable shooting manually video. Mm-hmm. And um, it's supposed to be like this it's supposed to be um like canon has this technology only really yes and because i know uh, i thought sony was like the king of autofocus uh, or the king of low light i've seen i've seen a couple youtube videos um where they say they compare to sony the canon with the sony Mm -hmm. and they they use the sigma on the canon and they use the a tamron your it was like a zoom lens Mm -hmm. on the sony and they said that even third-party lenses still perform better. Perform better on the Canon. Really? Yeah, but mm. 
That's crazy though. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're doing a short film or you want to shoot manual anyways. Let me ask you this. What what do you what's um what in a camera do you look for as a videographer? What in a camera? Like what's a what's a do or what's a deal okay, breaker? Okay, I do like small compact cameras, easy to travel with. It doesn't scream out loud, "Hey, I'm an expensive camera." Um, yeah. I'm a videographer, so I do like the 4K aspect, uh, and it's full frame as well. It's not cropped like most cameras are. Yeah, and uh, it has 60 frames per second, has 120 frames per second for for super slow motion. Um, 24 megapixels, 23 point something, whatever on photos. So it's, it's a great hybrid camera. That's why I like it. And it has great autofocus and it's killer on low light. Um, and it's the body size. Honestly, it's more like the, the compact size. Canons are just, they look like tanks to me. And I don't yeah. like that. Especially, especially if you have the, the freaking, the battery grip. Ooh, damn. Like that thing looks huge. And like, if you have the battery grip and you want to put it on a gimbal or something it's going to hurt your it's, back it's going to hurt Two your hours back in. your gimbal may not even support it without the battery or with the battery pack it's just um it's a lot more weight toward, yeah. to the camera i mean i've done weddings with my a7 i've done weddings with my 6300 it's like the same body size as yours with a uh with a gimbal and i my shoulders and back were still like after 8 to 10 hours of filming you're you're still going to be hurting you know it's just right. a lot of weight there it's not a lot but it's long term it does kill you eventually let alone, I can't even imagine a Canon, and with a camera that big, you need a the bigger you need a bigger gimbal, so it's gonna even be even more weight, so a lot more payload to your back and your arms. So it's like yikes. So okay, and I feel like we've done a pretty good summer summary of the Canon EOS R5. That's dope though. Let's um, um I, can, you- I can I I feel like this is saying Sony, what's good? What do you got? Sony has to respond with the A7S3. Yeah, they have to. They have to, or also another thing I heard about Canon is that they have created eight to nine patents on new cameras. So they're doing like a whole line of mirrorless, hmm. like really expensive, the R5, and then like, you know, go down the ladder. Right. Kind of like the 60, like the 6,000 series. They're bringing the their Rebel back or something I heard. Oh, okay. Like, um, just for the that's average. Us- that's usually like the starter camera. Yeah. So they're, def- they're definitely, um, pumping up the, their game in the mirrorless camera. I don't think it's uh, who knows if it's going to be a mirrorless camera. I have to do more homework, but definitely Canon coming up 2020 looking very, very good. Very strong. Very strong. Uh, I want to see Sony's rebuttal. Sony has been rebuttal with bullshit. Honestly, the 6,600, the 61, they're even going back with the numbers. Like, yeah, 66, 64, 61. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like <laughs> step it up, man. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So let's segue. This is a good segue. Let's talk about gimbals. Because I know you just had a gimbal. I, I don't know. I'm not very um, knowledged or knowledgeable in gimbals, but I know you bought a new one. What made you sw- like, you know, just let's give advice to like someone who's looking for a gimbal. Okay. Do you, why did you switch? Why? Well, I had a uh, Zion Crane V2. That's what it was. Yeah. the V2. I, This is like four years ago when this came out. Yeah. Um, And it's a small... You used it, you used it on our uh, New York trip. I use it for everything, man. I was the gimbal guy. Or that was the first time. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was like the gimbal guy, man. Like, I was using a gimbal for like shit that I didn't even need a gimbal for. Trail, transitor, trail. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm a transitor. Uh, uh, that's how corny Alberto, I was. Alberto always has to be the transitor. No, no, dude, not at all. I did this. I'm I did just this. showing how corny I was by using the gimbal for every single thing. Um, and it, it did me great. It, it worked perfect for me. But then I got the A7 III. This the 
the Zion Crane V2 was pretty old and it's it was getting beat up. I took it to my travels when I did Central and South America. I put it in a backpack and just it got beat up, mm-hmm. and the motors were kind of failing on me. So I, I upgraded to the uh, DJI Ronin SC. Okay. Um, and I love that. It's a beefier, beefier uh, gimbal, more... and it could hold a little bit more weight, and um, it has pretty cool features too. I mean, I'm not a big feature guy. I don't really use my features that well, but like. I like it. it. Gets a job done for me. That's cool, man. Like I don't care about the latest and greatest as long as if I need a new one, I'll get a new one, and if it works, I'll make it work. You know. Yeah, that's a that's um that's a good way to put it. Now, should we move on to equipment that we suggest accessories? I'm well, sorry. Let's go back to the the gimbals. Um, yeah. So there's like this negative stigma when it comes to um gimbals, people. It's it's okay. So gimbals are so easy to access now because they're so they're fairly cheap. Um, what do you what did you spend on yours? Your new one? Mine, I believe mine was like either like about four hundred dollars. And I remember going back to the first one you ever had. I think it was, it was about ex- the same price or five hundred. I think it was more expensive. Well, because they were really rare back then. Oh, okay. Back to Become your trendsetter thing. <laughs> uh, but now that like, there's way more gimbals, there's a. DJI started producing their gimbal, so it became a competition now. Before, it was just Zion. Okay. Um, and now there's like Mova Air, I believe, or there's a lot of gimbals at this point. Um, so they're a lot more cheaper to, to it's easier to grab your, put your, grab your hands on one of those and put it in your camera and then do everything with your gimbal. Um, there's a pro and con to gimbals. Like sometimes you just want to diversify your, your shots. Sometimes you want the handheld um, feel. Sometimes you like for weddings, it's perfect to have gimbals. But like if you're in the dance floor, like I'm gonna go handheld instead of using a gimbal the whole time, you know? Yeah. because um, it could become stagnant and boring, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I remember my buddy Ian, he even told me a couple years back, I even took slight offense. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about, bro? My shit is fire. Yeah. Uh, but that was just my ego talking to me. Um uh, which Wait, is, he said he said gimbals were overrated or what? Kind of yes and no. Um he's a big tripod guy. He's a more traditional. I don't know if you've met him before. He's more traditional style filming. Is he the one that has like the, the one stick and like does the whole thing? Oh, does the um, whole thing. No, he doesn't. He just uses a freaking tripod. He's a, he's a film. He's a filmmaker. He wants to make short films. So you don't really use gimbals for films like that. You use a steady cam. You don't use a gimbal. It's like the chest thing. And then oh, like, gotcha. it looks like a huge robot coming out of your stomach and you're going like this. So basically you're saying that to be a filmmaker, you, to be a filmmaker, you need to spend like, how much does that thing cost? Like thousands I, I of dollars? I don't even know, but you don't need to, man. Like you can use every tool, but in a, in a real film, like say like a, whatever movie, Scarface, for example, that's the first movie that I just thought of right now. Yeah. Fuck, let's use more modern movie. Um, let's think of The Dark Knight. Okay. They're using a steady, a steady, uh, suit? a steady camera, steady suit. I don't even know the freaking proper names to yeah, it. Yeah, I know I've what you're talking them. about, though. So they're shooting with large, large, very large cameras. Okay. Like the Aries, and they're like a, the big, the top of the dog. Mm-hmm. They're like, they shit on like resin and everything else. Yeah. Um, they put those, they're so heavy, and the, the, the lens is so heavy as well. So, you need something that's like sturdy and strong, and they use your body to support. So, that's why they use those steady cam things. Gotcha. But for filmmakers like us that use a freaking uh, mirrorless camera, you just use a gimbal. It's really, it's light and easy and whatnot. But, like, he was, I remember he told me, I did a shoot with him. He said, Bro, you should invest in a tripod. And, I, and in my mind, I was like, This is like two years ago. And I'm like, Dude, tripod is fucking whack, dude. Like, we use the tripod, it's just so boring. Wait, but tripod, me, like him, one of these? Yeah, like what we're using right now. Okay. But like, him and I shoot different kind of things. Like he's traditional and I am more, 
I don't want to say the word modern, but I <laughs> shoot more action packed, I guess, if you want to say like, there's okay. a lot more movement where his is like slow and steady and mm-hmm. it's cinematic and whatnot. Um, he's like, yeah, man, like too many, gim- too much gimbal moves. Like, don't get me wrong. Your shit is dope, but too much gimbal stuff. It could be like boring stuff like that. And at the time I was like, dude, what, what? the fuck are you talking dude, about? Did you take offense? I, oh, mean, you just said I you would take offense slightly, slightly, but I thought about it that day and I'm like, well, he's kind of right. He's he's wrong and right. Like I do think my shit is dope. He said it's dope too, but him our stars are completely different though. So yeah. for what I use it for, it's it's necessary for me to have a gimbal. Mm-hmm. For what he uses it for, it's not necessary to have a gimbal. Right. And now looking back, like he was kind of right. Like I don't use my gimbal that much anymore, unless it's something like it's a, unless it's a clear moving shot that I need. I need steady footage. Like yeah. I shot this thing for a rapper at a studio session and um, I, everything was all handheld. Oh, really? And I'm looking and I'm editing the footage today and it's like beautiful looking. It looks creamy. It looks good. You know, like yeah. shoot it at 60 frames so that there's no more jitters or anything like that. Um, Wait, you sh- did you shoot this with your Tamron? Both Tamron 17 to 28 and uh, 55. Does your Zeiss. Tamron have a no, optical study shot? No, no, nothing. But doesn't your body have? The body um, does. But it's um, Sony's are not meant, they're not great with. Um, and body stabilization. Okay. Um, but my 55 does have stabilization, oh, really? I think. The, uh, but I mean, I know how to carry the camera. Like, so it's like, it, there's no like micro jitters and stuff right. like that. I've seen a lot of like, especially like rookie videographers, shots of my boy Jesus. Um, they don't know how to hold the camera that great. And so they're, the footage comes out super jittery and super cringe. And I always, I always make fun of it for it. Like yeah. in a good way though, like a big brother kind of style. Like, yeah. like, bro, like get your shit straight. Like, well, give him tips, man. Give I do. Tips. I even give him my old gimbal. I give oh, it really? to him. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of doesn't work that well, but it does yeah. work at the same time. So I just get my bro, just have it. Like, I don't even need it. Yeah. Um, so he even sent me a video clip today while Eddie's he's like, hey, bro, honest opinion. And he, he, he wants it real and raw. And I told him, I gave him a voice text. I'm like, bro, your shit is dope. But these fucking micro fucking jitters like warp that shit man like yeah. warp stabilize that shit like and this shit is a i told him like that's the difference between like a super super rookie and i guess an amateur yeah and that once you see a shot that's like super shaky I, i'm out i'm done like yeah. i don't want to see no more yeah and, and warp can only save you so much exactly but, exactly and let's go back with um equipment doesn't define you as whatever you do yeah. whether it be well it's mostly videography because well Talking about gimbals, when I had a uh, conference call with my future videographer, I was like, hey, what do you shoot with, this and that? And then I told him, I was like, oh, do you use a gimbal? Or, And then he's like, no, I do it all freehand. And I was like, whoa, like, oh, really? Did he see was, his footage? Did I've seen his footage. And I, and is I, it good? Yeah, it's really good. For, hand, I, for, yeah, for, for handheld. For handheld. And, or That's he has impressive. one of those. Um, steady, steady cams. One of those sticks. It looks like a tri-hop, tripod. Oh, a monopod. A yeah, monopod. monopod. It's a monopod. It's like he's the like, one stick. He's like, no, I use everything on freehand. And then I was like, ooh, like, damn. Like, in my head, I was like, damn, do I really want to get them? But I had to, like, tell myself, like, hey, you've seen this stuff. It's clean. There's no noise. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So, so that's, that's like, that was contradicting myself because I was being really... Um, judgmental. Judgmental on his equipment. <laughs> and it just goes to show you that you don't need a gimbal but if you it's good for like at certain I, situations yeah, certain like running shots. gun i feel right in a way where you have to keep up with the uh, motion mm-hmm. of your shooting mm-hmm. subject and that could that that's really beneficial and i see gimbals doing a great job at yeah but you see kids nowadays that have a gimbal for literally everything that was me like two years ago two, i've seen years i've ago. seen vloggers with gimbals exactly um it's 
cool to have it. It has a robotic feel if you don't use it correctly, if you don't dial in your settings. Yeah. Um, but like for weddings, when I shoot weddings, I do use my gimbal, especially like during the ceremony, um, the reception. Like if I'm following a bride, yeah, you you want that steady shot, you know? Yeah. So I'm following the bride behind me, or if the if the bride's in front of me and I'm walking backwards, you want that steady shot. So that's perfect example to use a gimbal mm-hmm. and that's that's just my style i mean you see my stuff yeah and then i do use a I do use a tripod as well for like i use my b camera have it pointing at the groom or something to get the reaction of the groom is it's always the best when you see the groom crying like yeah. <laughs> you capture it in camera I'm like damn that's funny um but yeah that's, that's impressive that the dude uh are you thinking about hiring him or you don't know um, you're still doing your homework you know like n- just because um i know you and we have three cameras all together. I was thinking um, right now my plan B, which is most likely going to be plan B, is to um, completely switch our wedding plans. And instead of hiring somebody, I, I told my fiance Shelby, I wanted to do just like, yo, like pick up a camera. I wanted Vogue style, you know? So like interesting. I don't think I've seen that before. No, like you're just like, oh, here, here, have the camera. Okay. You film whatever you want and then bring it back though. And then like, yeah, you know, just don't steal it. I know. Just don't steal it, but get different perspectives and make that into a whole, like not documentary, but like a f- short film in a way. Mm. And I think that would be a different angle. It will have a, a real vlog feel like yeah. YouTube vlog, which is uh, pretty dope. Yeah. I, I still want to like, not completely vlog vlog, but, um, I definitely you want, want your that creamy B-roll slow yeah, motion. I want some B-roll cinematic look. Yeah. Um, but that might be the plan where. You know, we well, you still got a while, you still got a while to figure it out. Yeah, we still got a while, but definitely, I've um, kind of strayed away from hiring somebody as professional as the guy I was going to hire. Well, wedding videographers are not cheap. Yeah, they're not. I don't know why brides and grooms or couples they think it's gonna. I swear to God, like couples, they like they prioritize everything else. Yeah, and they like the scraps like of their budget is on videography, video or, or f- photos. photos yeah. And even then, they still pr- they still um, prioritize photos over video, which is kind of weird in my opinion. It's yeah, kind of nuts. And from what I've I've been to like what the past year I've been to about like three weddings, and I and they always tell me like, oh, get videography. If you're gonna get photo or videography, get videography. Yeah, because photos are cool. Don't get me wrong. Shouts to all the wedding photographers out there, but video is cooler <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's a definitely a different it's a different feeling looking different, at the video different way to remember that day yeah because because photos are like yeah it's cool but like the video is like man you actually see motion i don't know like yeah but let's go back to that's a good um topic about it's kind of random but this, i feel like it's good for the podcast listeners out there who may get married or are looking into um or to get an idea of your budget when getting married videography can range anywhere from $10,000. I've seen, I've, I've quoted, I've like, Hey, how much um, blah, blah, blah for 10 hours. Oh, it's going to be about 9,500 for a five minute video. I need to start, need to start charging that. <laughs> and, um, you actually sent me their link. It was, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who they are, but yeah. I'm not going to plug. Them. I know no plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you no plugs till we get paid. <laughs> but anyways, $9,500 bro for a five minute clip. I mean, that's insane. And I then mean, this guy, this guy was, I'm going to go lo- ahead. They're locals too. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say the price because I'm not going to plug him. He was charging us $4,500 for a six and a half minute video. How do you, how'd you go from 45 to 9,000? 
That's the other guy. I'm telling you about the guy I was going to hire. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because I, want, I wanted to hire the person you sent me. The monopod guy. Yeah, the monopod guy. I wanted to hire the person you sent me, but their prices were just ridiculous, bro. It was like almost like one third of my budget for my whole wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It, Unless yeah. you're a millionaire. And this guy was like there, like up to up to their to the par of that ten thousand dollar range, and um, yeah, like it's just, it's me and Shelby talked about it. And I was like, holy shit, like this is gonna be like one third of your budget of a freaking budget, yeah. and um, it was scary, but definitely invest if you if you want high quality video, hire my boy right here, Alberto Mendoza, or you know just hire some. $500 videographer. You could always out. hire your friend's cousin that just got a camera. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But expect, kind of like what we said in episode one or two, like you get what you pay for. Yeah. Like if you pay the dude $50, expect the $50 video. Yeah. So it's like, but if you want doper stuff, that's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like you're going to, you want to cry? Like expect <laughs> to drop some. You, you know, want to like, shed tears? When I shot like Magic's and, um, and Kayla's wedding. Yeah. Um, I wanted them to send me like a reaction video because they had like a premiere, like a family premiere, which is like, it was oh, super cool. exciting to hear that. But like it was, they had the low light. So the video came out super trash on their cell phone. So it's like, it's not even worth it. I'm like, all right, bro, I get, I, it's all, it's all good. So yeah. yeah, people were crying and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, this is the, sh- this is the kind of shit I want to hear. Like this, this is, is what the, you live for. This is why I do what I fucking do. Cause I yeah. want those emotions to come out when you see my shit. Like yeah. that's, that's when I knew I did, I did a hell of a job. Yeah. And something completely random too is like, this podcast, we're really passionate about this stuff. So, like, if we come off as, like, really opinion, opinionated or whatever it's called, it's because we're really passionate about this. So, this is why our opinions or our freaking point of views may so strong. come out so raw because we're really, like, passionate about this stuff. We're not, yeah. we're not here just to, like, fuck around or, like, oh, let's just make a podcast. We're not those wannabe, like, yeah. photographers or videographers. We actually take it, our craft pretty seriously. I yeah, mean, it's it definitely like our passion shows and our um, our voice right. and what we have to say. Yeah. But let's move on now that we're on DGI into I know you you've you've been telling me and and uh, bitching at me to to talk about this drones. <laughs> I don't I, bitching I, at you. <laughs> you've been bitching at me. He's like I want to do drones. I want like a little kid, but I personally don't own a drone. I don't know much about drones. All I know you don't is care about drones. I don't care about drones. It's not my. I stay on my own lane. Right. Remember, guys, stay in your own lane. Um, but let's talk about drones. Yeah, man. Uh, did you hear the new Mavic Air 2 came out? I did. It's like, um, I actually got it pulled up right here. It's uh, $799. And it's not bad. It's not, I mean. It's a good actually, price. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Um, I feel like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars is a pretty standard price for it. A, is yeah, it is. Drone. It is. Um, when I got mine, shit cost over a thousand dollars when I what first got it. You had two of them. I remember you had the first one that ever came out. Not ever, but it was the first model of the Phantom. I had the Phantom Three Pro with uh, the legs and stuff. Dude, that thing was this the the big white one. If the yeah. ones that for the for you guys, if you guys don't know what a Phantom looks like, the big white ones. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Um, and then the Mavic came out, and I'm like, damn it. Horrible time to buy the freaking Phantom Four Pro, Phantom Three Pro. Yeah, that's before the the Mavic Air, yeah. the Mavic Pro first came out, and that one's like the foldable legs. And I'm like, dude, like this is the perfect drone for traveling. Like it's so small because the one that I had, I used to have a huge backpack, and it was so ugly looking. It did not look clean, 
and I I was embarrassed to take it out in public because it's so huge, <laughs> and it takes me like five minutes to set them up with the wings yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I, I tell my girlfriend that. I was so embarrassed to take it out. Like, I mean, I got amazing <laughs> shots and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, but then I eventually sold it because I knew I was gonna travel. Yeah. I sold it and I got my Mavic Pro, and I still have my Mavic Pro till till today man 2020 i think i got mine in 2017 whenever the mavic pro came out that's when yeah. i got it like six months later it dropped dude it still holds up really good it still holds up quality wise like yeah. people ask me like in groups and stuff like dude what kind of, what did you shoot with this with like the mavic 2 pro my like, fam i'm still with the og mavic pro man remember this it's is all those, about your settings man it's all about what you can do with the tool not the tool so remember guys I like that do your homework, like like we said in episode two. University, YouTube University. It's called YouTube University. It's free it's too. Completely free. Do your homework, research the freaking equipment, and you don't need the latest and greatest. You don't. And this goes back to um, okay. So let me tell you my opinion about drones. I don't own one. I could care less about drones. You thought about it for a split I, second. I spark. thought about it, but you know, I just, but then you didn't want. You say you didn't want to. You didn't want to ride the wave. I don't want to ride the wave. I. It's just not me. Right. And so let's let's talk about the my opinion about drones. It's just everyone and their mom has one. At this point, yeah. I've seen people with uh what's the new one called? The Mavic Not, 2 Air? Yeah, that one or I don't even know which one it is. The one that just came out is the Mavic 2 Air. The one after yours? What what came out? Um the Mavic Zoom the Spark or no, then there's a there's a Mavic. So after mine there's like the Mavic Air then the Mavic Spark, which is the Mini Mini. Yeah. Then the Mavic. Dude, they have they have so many at this point. It's ridiculous. And then they have the Mavic 2. Okay. Mavic 2 Pro, Mavic 2 Zoom. But and anyways, the I've seen people with the, the newer version of yours. The Mavic 2. Yeah. And yeah. their settings are completely wrong and, and, and horrible. And, and you can tell you don't even do that. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it just looks like ridiculous. Like it, it doesn't even look. It look the quality is horrible. And it's from a Mavic 2. Yeah. And, and it goes to show you that it's not the tool. It's the settings and... And what you do with it in post. What you do it... Yeah, in post. And your editing and stuff. Right. So what do you... As a drone pilot... I'm calling you a fucking pilot. Yeah. I mean, people do consider themselves a drone pilot. And you, you, know you don't see their Instagram bios. Yeah. Certified drone pilot. Man, shut the fuck up, man. Dude. You sound so cheesy and corny. Yeah. And like people who, and I didn't know this until I did my homework that if you get the drone mini, you don't have to get register like register it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know if that makes any difference, but it's only 12 megapixels. That's, that's like a little bit. I mean, a GoPro shoots 12 megapixels. A f- iPhone shoots 12 megapixels. I mean, you can make 12 megapixels. My cat, my, my drone shoots 12 megapixels. Yeah. Like I, like you said, bro, is what you could do in post-production. Yeah, and and another thing when I was doing my homework about drones because I knew we were gonna talk about this because you wanted to talk about production <laughs> was um how much like I just googled like I'm like drone photography in San Diego, dude two hundred dollars for an hour to shoot drone footage, man that's a that's a lot that's a lot isn't it yeah for drone footage and I was like damn like no wonder people are getting drones left and right right but um so how how do you so since you're like the drone expert. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I'll take it. How did you how did you um manage to use your drone when this whole like phase went through where like cities were prohibiting I know Laguna Beach didn't allow drones. Can't even fly it in Canada, I believe. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And yeah, then Oceanside got in trouble for it. Oceanside, our very beloved Oceanside, was um they had like the gun or something. I saw that in the news, but I never saw it in person. I know. And I see like drones all the time. On you the go beach. to a sunset dude at the pier right like, here, four down drones. the street. You'll see at least four drones. Yeah. Um, 
how did you stay afloat and motivated when you saw all these people with drones? I'm not, I'm, here we go with the game with the trendsetter thing. You were like one of the first who had a drone in Oceanside. And I think I um, was, man. I'm not even trying to fucking shit on myself. Or not trying to shit on myself. I'm not trying to like dab myself up. Why don't we just call this podcast Berto Trendsetter, <laughs> right? Well, you already call me Alberto the Dictator in our know, Gmail account. Dictator. We're, we were having a conversation about our editing was, and branding, we, branding. Branding. And we knew this was going to be like butting heads. We I knew this from the start, dude. And I, I, I me and him have completely different um, styles of editing. Yeah, which I think that's the dope part of this. Like, yeah, definitely. It, and then we were like, I shot, I sent him my photos. He sent me his photos. I thought his were too warm. He thought mine were too cold. And then, um, you know, I, we went I was, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, bit. we went somewhere in the middle. We took some of mine. We took some of his. But at the end of the day, it's all about compromising. Yeah, and, I um, mean, we're we're a partnership, so we got to make it work. Yeah. And we, we res- I feel like we made it work because we respect each other's editing style. Mm. And, and I even told you, from. I even told you from the rip, I'm like, bro, like this is, this is a dope part. Like we both have different styles that I like that. I mean, if, yeah. if we're all the same, same exact lane, it'd be boring, I think. Yeah. And this goes to show you, man, like, like everybody has their own style. We're getting a little off topic, but that's fine. Everyone has their own style. And this podcast, we hope to encourage you to. You know that if something if you find your style and you want to make it into the you know big money uh, realm, just keep at your style. There's somebody you're not good, for everyone, but yeah, you're not for everyone. Someone will want your services, but someone will want your services and, and your pay look, you. your style. Yeah, there's 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 the sunshines and there's food for everyone, man. Like yeah, there's plenty of bread for everyone. That's yeah. for sure. Like the people that are like. This is mine and don't touch my shit. Like, I yeah. don't get it, man. Like, there's definitely some people, like I told you, like low ballers, like they're just in it for the money and they're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're That's why the they're not reasons. succeeding, in my opinion. Yeah, they're, they're succeeding, but then they're like, oh, like, well, I'm going to keep at lowballing because that's that's my cup of tea. They're not succeeding. That's and, but they feel that succeeding. And because they landed the $50 gig. Yeah, because they've done that $50 one hour photo shoot and it's just so annoying. But, anyways, back to the. A drone. So how did you stay afloat with your motivation and knowing that your neighbor and your mom's friend had a drone? Yeah. How did um, you keep that motivation? I don't know. I. How did you? I, I, when it, it all comes to like camera movement. Um, I mean, I go on Instagram, bro. Go go on like hashtag drones and you'll see. <laughs> I just thought of, I just thought of uh, what's her name's roommate. Who? With her style of drone, oh. I'm, not, I'm not gonna say their name yeah. out there, but um, oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you. Where, I they, know, where I, they like they record and they're moving the camera and they're adjusting themselves yeah. and they leave it there and they post that. I'm like, yeah. man, why are you posting that? Like that, that's super like jittery, like yeah, like, like following. They're you. clearly like trying to figure it out, or yeah. I mean, it's just cringe. And I try, I, I don't do those little dumb mistakes. I do, I try to do smooth camera movement, and at the end of the day. This goes back to episode one or two when we had three episodes. But when it all comes to post-production, how you color, like I think you said, like, what makes you stick out or what do you think makes you stick out? And I said, my coloring, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think my coloring is dope. Um, I like my shit contrasting and punchy. And uh, people, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of uh, drone footage that are literally, you could literally tell it straight out the camera colors. Yeah. Instead of like a picture profile and then you tweak it up yourself kind of thing. Okay, what what um advice do you give for uh, drone uh, people out there who are listening here? Don't do those jerky movements and post that. <laughs> post? 
don't post those jerky <laughs> movements. Like, if you're trying to set up a shot, don't hit. Re- I don't know. I always, I only hit record when I know I'm set up and I know what I'm gonna do. I don't hit record. Like my old boss, this guy used to freaking um hit record when he once he takes off and he and it's out for like 30 <laughs> minutes. And then I'm scrubbing through that footage. I'm like, bro, you suck at drones. Let me do the yeah. drones from here on out. And yeah. I straight out said that. And I'm it's so hard. It's taxing on your computer when you're scrubbing through 4K. 30 minutes of drone of him going like this and it's like yeah it made my workflow hell and so yeah. i know my workflow i know how i know how i work and i know what just works well for me okay so you heard you guys don't press record until you you're, you're at your spot exactly once you're ready to shoot something yeah um for me it'll one make thing, life easier in post yeah for me one thing i would um give a tip to photography because I'm, I'm a photographer and i noticed this a lot of um on drone um pictures is the landscape like there's a portrait mode isn't there or mm, yes and no can't your camera flip or something only mine can only yours they stopped doing after mine this Damn. this is one of the reasons why i love my drone so much because it could flip to portrait mm. and a lot of my clients want portrait style footage yeah so therefore it works out for me and I, and i mean you could do it with any camera but you have to trim it you have to crop it in and it's you're losing resolution like that gotcha um, where mine i could just flip my camera if i wanted to and no one else could do that but mine that goes to show you i don't know any i don't know shit about drones <laughs> i thought any drone can do that but nah. um damn Only maybe mine. that's maybe that's why, that's why I, it's hard for me to upgrade because i love that portrait mode and my clients reco- want portrait style footage because igtv instagram you know like vertical yeah. style videos and i ha- i could provide that i didn't know that without losing resolution yeah, no, that that's interesting. I did not know that, but that thing that that is one thing that bugs me seeing those like landscape photos, and um and usually here's another pet peeve I have about I feel like they're newbies about they don't do the research I feel about drones is that they keep taking the same damn pictures of like whether it be the pier or the 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 shoreline. Mm-hmm. It's just like repetitive. Yeah, I mean I'm guilty of doing that too. Um. I mean, it is what it is, dude. But I, I know where you're, I think I know what you're trying to say. Like, there's a lot of shitty, like, framing symmetry. Yeah. Like, I'm all about symmetry, dude. Like, yeah. if I'm, I see two palm trees, I'm, I'm gonna be in between those two palm trees and make it look aesthetically pleasing to my eye. Yeah. And uh, I've seen people do like the beach, the bird's eye view beach, and it's like cricket. It's not even straight and stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, those are the common drone shots. That's when you, that's when you know there's gonna be those are like drone rooks, I guess, if you want to call them drone rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, they do like the. Uh, typical photos of drone beach bird's eye view yeah maybe a surfer i don't know um yeah that's very true um and let's move on to um let's let's wrap up what do you what do you what do you think about drones besides drones i I just think that they're i got a feeling i got a feeling you think they're cheesy i don't think they're cheesy i think they're overplayed they're definitely oversaturated. Back to that oversaturated yeah, I don't want to say oversaturated. I'm overplayed. <laughs> <laughs> Extend your vocabulary, Roberto. Damn. My bad. I'll read a dictionary from here on out. <laughs> At the source. Yeah. yeah <laughs> dictionary? Yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Um, no, but let's... Um, that, I definitely think it's overplayed. Uh-huh. I definitely what think... What bugs you? Be, be, the, repetitive, the repetitiveness of drone pictures of uh-huh. beach. Of um, There's only so much. I feel like people... Could do with the drone. Can do with the drone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There are some people who there are some people who get really creative. Yeah. Like, um, props to those. I'm not gonna plug them, but you know who it is. The guy that does backflips, super fit. Sam Calder. Why'd you, <laughs> why'd you plug him, dude? I don't want to plug him. Why? He's cool, man. He's the goat. He's the goat. Dude, he has enough followers. <laughs> um, 
No, he has like he's these such really a hater. I wanted like me, me and you were talking about those this. are FPV drones. You oh, at? yeah, we we're gonna talk about that. We'll save that for the end of the segment. He has some really like really cool tight shots where he goes through like he'll go through trees, millimeters, dude, and um, it's just crazy. Like how many freaking how many drones do you go through? Because you definitely he have said to crash. he's crashed a lot of them. Yeah, and but he's got he's sponsored probably. He, he, oh, for sure. So DJI is like, yo, keep sending that heat. I'll send you as many drones as you want. As yeah. like, if you crash them, I got you in a brand new one. He's the only exception. Like, like I can watch his shit and be like, damn, like that was close. Bro, that's like the drone god. Yeah, like I for feel, sure, he's yeah. a drone god. He's like destroying drones, so I don't feel as bad. And I, and I appreciate his work because I know he's definitely crashing those drones. Oh, he's but, he's shown stories of him crashing it. Yeah, but people who like just like do that safe pure shot, safe. I don't know. Like, oh, dude, I've gone through stuff. I've gone through trees right here. I've gone through. So I was asked to do like a Marriott shoot not too long ago. Yeah. Um, got hired. <laughs> Slight flex. But um, I shot through the Marriott, man, like the two buildings. And I was like, ooh, it's kind of sketchy. But I, I got through the two buildings, like two buildings. And it shows the beach. And I got it through. I got to post that, man. Like I have so much in the archives I haven't even touched, man. It's like it's getting ridiculous at this point. But yeah, I try to get ballsy, too. I try to get as ballsy as I can. Yeah, I feel like that's why an, an annoyance I have about uh, drone owners is that they're just they're just boring. In a way that they're not willing to take that risk, right? Or um, if they well, do- you are, you do have a thousand dollars up in the air, yeah. And you don't want to hurt anybody too, so that is true. I'm not gonna. We're not encouraging to like go ballsy with it and go through freaking trees because you could yeah. hurt someone, you could hurt yourself, and then you can screw it up for all us drone users. And I feel like that's another annoyance. I feel like because of that, because of the people bitching about like, oh, like my privacy, like why are you droning over my house and this and that, has really like made people like oh okay well I'll, there's all these rules i have to follow let's make this safe shot yeah you got to follow the rules too guys i follow yeah. all the rules um you got to get licensed if you're doing commercial work um yeah just fall, abide by the laws don't don't ruin it for all of us especially yeah. for people like me that actually do take this serious and make a living off of it so don't be <laughs> don't be a little don't fuck up my money <laughs> yeah don't don't fuck up my bag yeah don't but be a little twerp that's a little um that's a little that's a good segment um, segue towards the, what is it? FPV drones. The FPV ones that drones. fly super fast. First person view. First point of view. Um, Anyways, yeah. they're freaking fast. And, and Hell yeah. That's a they're whole different tiny. perspective. They're so tiny. And Sam Kohler also uses those as well. He uses both Mavic Air and that. And those drones, they have a, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, it's, I li- actually, it's so crazy that you're talking about this because before we invested in, in the podcast gear, I was I, I told my boy, I'm going to invest into an FPV drone because I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking keep killing. I remember, you tell, I remember you telling me that everyone like, has a fucking drone and I'm going to get an FPV and I'm going to fucking shit on the game. Um, but I looked into it as like, God damn, this is so complicated. Like, yeah, you literally have to buy a million p- different little pieces. And I'm like, bro, I don't got that. I don't got, I don't really care that much. Like, you don't have that time. I don't care that much, honestly. Yeah. And then you're like, dude, the podcast. I'm like, all right, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. No, this is definitely like. I, I like the podcast, man. I love it. It's, this is so fun. I look forward to this. It's um, it's it's good. It's it's it lets us put our voice out there. You know, mm-hmm. it's definitely fun, and we're doing this for fun. Yeah, we don't care what people. I mean, if you enjoy it, thank you. We praise you for being our. If you uh, hate audience. it, let us know. If you hate it, let us know. Let comment. Send us a DM. Yeah, give us that engagement if you hate it. We're also on YouTube in the Frame Podcast. Yes. Um, you know what? Let's wrap the, the show, man. Yeah. With, um, um, what, what's what's going on? Let's talk about what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's big news. You we were talking about the podcast Godfather, Joe Rogan, dude, dude, worth five billion. 
big money, big, big, mon- big money moves made a hundred million dollar. It's not confirmed. This is speculation. Uh, we don't know that yet. Um, yeah. but it's speculated to be over a hundred million contract. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm looking at a Wall Street article. Spotify strikes podcast deal with Joe Rogan worth more than a hundred million dollars. His full library dating back eleven years. Eleven years, ladies and gentlemen. That's the ultimate. Is to hit the service September first and become exclusive to Spotify. After that, before the end of the year. And let me let me tell you my honest opinion about this. At work, I go to YouTube and I search Joe Rogan, and you know how they have like clips. Yeah. Of like their most memorable or their highlights. Right. Highlights. I I look forward to that. So yeah. I was like, the first thing when I saw this, I was like, fuck, like, there goes my fucking killing time mm-hmm. of watching it. Um, it's just it it hit me in a negative way. But really, I, think, I, I felt yeah. the complete opposite. It hit me in a negative way, and let me tell you why. Because Spotify, you can't watch videos. Well, they're gonna have a. I know, and that's scary though, because everything that's everything that's new, human nature is to be scared of, right? Change sure. is change is always scary. I don't know. I like change. I think. Well, I like change too. But for the like, your human nature is like be to be scared for the most part. Yeah, people. So I've watched YouTube videos on like there's um I think music videos or some some stuff like that, and that's why it was scary. I was like I was like damn like I think I think it's gonna be more complicated or um I don't know I thought I just thought it was gonna be different. I think it's I I actually like this. It's dude, Spotify is becoming a i mean they're already a major player in the industry but they're becoming bigger they're 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 like yo youtube fuck with me yeah like i think because youtube has been they've they've been been, they've been fucking their creators so for so long man like what do you mean fucking yeah they don't pay their creators people that are people that are gaining millions of millions of freaking um views like they're they're barely getting scraps and pennies well they deserve a lot more especially like full-time creators like bro they're bringing so many people into your youtube channel your youtube website I mean, the least you could do is cut the check at a more fair price. But I mean, that's what they're supposed to do, you know. Well, let me let me back up YouTube just because um, we're both YouTubers. <laughs> Catches that in the frame podcast on YouTube. Don't demonetize us, YouTube. Um, no, that was I. You know the whole stimulus check. Thing? Yeah, yeah. A lot of um on my YouTube, I've noticed like there's always like one or two guys talking about the stimulus check, mm-hmm. like update. There's a stimulus check update in the morning and the afternoon, mm-hmm. and it's always the same guy. So he's posting two videos a day, right? And they did a. Re- I just watched it today, actually. They did a review on him, and the and the guy reviewing him said, the guy making those stimulus checks. He's an accountant. Um, he's making a. He estimated, he's making a quarter of a million dollars a month. Okay. So they're they're definitely still getting their bread really? on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah. I and, feel like I mean at least the smaller creators they don't like. I, I love the competition of Spotify because that means YouTube's got to rebuttal and step up their game too. They don't yeah. want to lose all their, um, I mean, this is like way down the line. If Spotify has its own video platform that's yeah. rivaling YouTube. Yeah. Um, I like it, dude. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I like good, it too. Good for Joe Rogan too, man. Like he's been in, he's been in the game for such a long time. Yeah, he has. He's, he's been in it for a long time. And and I like, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I listen to his podcast. Mm-hmm. His his podcasting his his uh podcasting um style is very like organic. What we try to strive for, right? Nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing in our podcast is rehearsed. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't say like oh we have like, like cliff notes this. of like what we're gonna talk about. But that's about it. From we that, have that point. bullet points, not yeah. cliff notes. It's oh, really true. broad, but we go off the 
you know, off the rip, we just, we're speaking our minds and that's what we want to make this podcast really organic. Just what comes up. We want you guys to fall in love with our personalities. And that's the goal. I mean, yeah, we don't want to be fake. We don't want, we've seen too many fake. Oh podcasts. my God. Yeah. Uh, this is why I, this is our main motivation for a podcast because we don't want to be fake. We don't want to pretend we're nice and um, proper. We, we are nice and proper. Like, I'm fuck, fuck that. Yeah, I'm fucking nah. cussing. We're like, <laughs> fuck, I'm drinking my fucking drink. I'm, I'm no, no free ads though. No um, uh, dude, fuck all that. Like, I we love be that we could be ourselves and yeah. just fucking talk about our shit. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of podcasts out there lack like the reality, man. Like, like they're just so like pilot? by the strict by the. I'll uh, tell you about drones. Definitely get one. And, um, yeah, no, we're talking know, shit. No, fuck all that shit, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not talking shit, but we're here to give our honest opinion, man. Like, hey, man, this is us. Love us, hate if us. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, then it's it's all good, man. Yeah, it's all good. Tr- trust me. There's no I'm not going to lose sleep. Our neighbor, they're really nice. Go check them out. Yeah, check their podcast <laughs> out. Yeah. They're super nice and proper. And yeah. Yeah, fuck all that. But um, no, Joe Rogan's really raw. And Joe Rogan's freaking, he deserves it, man. Yeah. He's so fucking smart. Like, that's one thing I did not know about him. He's really smart. Like, I don't like, know Joe Rogan like that. Really? I mean, besides he, Fear Factor and the UFC. Oh, dude, you're missing. But I don't know more. I don't know past that. Bro, he's 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 one of the smartest guys. I've Clearly, known. he just got a hundred million dollar bag. He's had Elon Musk on his show. I, I do remember seeing that. Like I was two in, times. I've seen. I was in Costa Rica when he did the smoking, and then he got in trouble for it. And shit oh like yeah, that. Like, yeah. He, I was. In, got, I remember I was in Costa Rica when I was listening to that. Yeah, Elon Musk got crossfaded with um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan on his on the first one. I didn't know he was in there twice. I didn't yeah, know he, that. He just got. He was there on there like a month ago. Oh, I didn't know that. But he, he's one of the things that people don't know about Joe Joe Rogan is that he's really smart. He's into physics, um, psychedelics. Oh, he yeah. I knew he was like. I don't. I don't want to say weirdo, but I know he's into like. He's in DMT, it's right? Like, um, it's acid, or uh-huh. I don't know what. I think DMT is an acid, but anyways, he's really smart. He's really um, eccentric. If you guys haven't listened to any of his podcasts, just YouTube it. While it's still on YouTube till yeah. September first from the article, but definitely my top three podcasters, just because he's well rounded and knowledgeable in mm-hmm. all sectors of um, the world, man. He yeah. talks about space. Who, who are you? Who who are your top three podcasters right now? Top three. Uh, I mean, it sounds like Joe Rogan's definitely in there. They're all different. Joe Rogan, medium rare podcast. Who yeah, you, you were me. gonna you... work with? But <laughs> uh, we'll get into that in another episode. Um, and I still haven't one. listened to their podcast. Oh, you still haven't? <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> I almost worked for them, dude. You know what's funny that when they when they hit you up, uh huh, I looked. Uh, or I listen to the next episode and like, if you're a videographer and like, we're not going to pay $500 for a fucking episode if you edit it. I was oh, like, really? I was like, wow. Like, well, I mean, 500 bucks is kind of absurd. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, like you guys are like, you guys have money. Like why? But they're doing it every week, man. That's, that's $2,000 a month. That's kind of okay. A lot. But they're probably making a lot more. Well, we don't podcast, know that, but I they got split it anyways. That's a whole different subject. Okay, Medium so if you're listening, we don't hate you. I still listen to your shit. Y'all funny. Y'all want to hire me? I'm, I'm game. <laughs> um, but so Medium Rare. And then, what, what's, um, what's their niche? Their niche is like uh, like millionaire. Like It's just like their lifestyle. It's just entertaining. Okay. Like listening it's to entertainment. They're fuck boys. Oh, they're fuck boys. Um, well, at least two of them are. And then um, it just gives you the perspective of like the dating life of, um, of a millionaire. Like what they do. They were talking about how... They only go on dates, or their average date cost is four hundred dollars. Sheesh! <laughs> it was just this is dumb, dude. I know a few friends that would do that. I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do know. A few, I actually know one friend 
that would spend like maybe a thousand dollars on a day and get a hug. <laughs> <laughs> no names. Yo. <laughs> Oh, oh my man, god! We all right, can all right, be raw right, in the right, frame podcast. Yeah, but I fucking love this. All right, all right, third one. Um, third one. It's more like um informative. Uh, it's called like the six figure photographer. Okay. He talks about um just like photography, how you can up up your game in photography. Mm-hmm. Um, he has people who like make a shit ton of money per month, and then he's like, "Oh, what do you guys do like during this coronavirus? What do you guys do to make more money?" And right. then they talk about presets. Right. You talk about master classes. They talk about. So we're pretty much ripping them off. Just no, kidding. no, we're not. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no. We're I've done. never heard of a photographer, uh, a photo like video podcast, creative podcast that talks like this. No, me either. Um, no, like, dude, we're different. Yeah, we yeah. we really strong opinionated. Um, some people may think we're jerks. We're, That's perfectly fine with fine, me. Man. Dude. Like, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. we don't care. This is this is our platform. Yeah. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We can. There's people, I'm sure there's people that feel the same way we feel. Yeah. I mean, there's someone for everyone, man. Like, I'm sure there's somebody out there being like, thank God they finally said what I was thinking. Word. Because, you know, a lot of like the, the creative podcasts that I listen to, they keep it so PG. That's why I wanted, that's why we made this podcast. Yeah. That they're like, um, they just don't want to, they don't want to hurt no one's they, feelings. They want to be so proper. They they're afraid to hurt feelings. They're, they're afraid to like lose a potential customer or yeah. client. Like, I'm like, dude. I don't give a fuck. I got zero customers. <laughs> Just kidding. Somebody's being like, that's why you got zero customers. A word. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nah, man. Let's um, um, okay, So, yeah, that's my top three. What about you? My top three, dude. Number one, for sure, all time, Joe Budden podcast. Oh, I forgot about I'm, that. I'm one. a hip hop head. I don't know if you guys could tell. Um, Fool, nobody can so... tell. You haven't said shit about <laughs> Well, the way I talk and shit, you know, like the people will be like, oh, man, this guy's so hood and ghetto. Like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, definitely yeah, a hip hop head. Um, they're not definitely thinking I'm a country guy with the way I'm speaking and whatnot. Um, no, Joe Budden podcast, so fucking hilarious, and they talk about hip hop. I love hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my number one. Number two, right now, I'm like it's ranking higher and higher each day. It's called uh, Flagrant Two. But Andrew, there's two comedians, Andrew Schultz. And oh like, yeah, that's and, the one you sent me, right? Yeah, dude. Dude, this, the one that you've sent the 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 fucking <laughs> clip where you shot me is like, oh, um, the Comedy com- Central's yeah, producers got fired. <laughs> they started dancing. Bro, I funny. watched that at least twenty times, man. Like. This guy, these guys are fucking hilarious, man. At Flagrant Two, they they just jumped onto my number two recently, as of late. Um, I'm like binging their shit. They're so goddamn funny. Where's that guy from? He looks familiar. They're all from New York. They're all from New York. That guy looks familiar. He does another podcast with Charlamagne the God as well. Mm. It's called uh, Brilliant Brilliant Idiots. Um, that one's like whatever. Charlamagne's like kind of whatever to me. But number three, this also just ranked higher. No, no, I've been listening for a while. Back to Zach Kravitz. Um, rambling radio that's like my educational creative entrepreneur podcast you know here's one thing i hate about those they like they like oh like they like give you crackers they give you like food like here le- leading you up leading you to the master class and then they're like but if you want to hear the full info sign up and spend a thousand dollars right right and that this is so fucking annoying dude yeah well, here let, let's but just fucking I mean, you gotta get your bread yeah i'm not mad dude like i if I was an issue, that's why he's making $30,000 a month. Yeah. So let, so since we're different, we're just going to give you our secrets. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> if you want, join our I Patreon. <laughs> I know. Patreon. We should make a Patreon. Dude, the Flagrant We should make 2, a fans-only Fla- page. Flagrant 2 does a Patreon podcast. So today I saw there was a new upload of Flagrant so I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, bad. Let's listen to it. Yeah. And I'm listening to it, and it was like the first 10 minutes. Like, all right, that was a preview for the Fla- uh, Patreon. So if you want to listen to the episode, join our Patreon. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are my three. Favorite three. Um, Joe Biden Podcast, Flagrant 2, and Rambling Radio by Zach Kravitz. It's pretty funny. I have a lot oh. more, but I mean, those are my top three right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, man. You want to wrap cool, it up? Man. Let's wrap it up, man. Thank you guys for listening to In The Frame Podcast. Plugs, where can they find you? Uh, Peter Coinlins. <laughs> P-E-T-E-R. It's on C-O-I-L-N-S. his Mac right here. O-I-L-N-S. Yes, it's right there. Boom. Uh, mine's uh, Instagram, A underscore Mendoza underscore Holla Boy. Check out our... Um, and YouTube, insanely, Alberto Mendoza. Yeah, YouTube, Alberto Mendoza. And check out our insanely... Crazy our, our Instagram. Instagram now. We have an Instagram now. That is like, pff, man, we blow other podcasts away. I don't know about uh, that, but we're trying. In the Frame Podcast. Yeah, just straight Instagram. up In the Frame Podcast. Yep. YouTube, if you want to see the video, In the Frame Podcast as well. Yeah, um, YouTube. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. This one's a little shorter, but. A little shorter. We're like almost an hour and a half, I think. Oh, wow. We just, <laughs> when you have fun, you just, time flies by. Yeah. Thank you for listening to my girlfriend's like part. waiting to leave her to get out of her room so she can like eat. Finally, I've had her in a cage right now, so she can't. <laughs> Dude, you just cut me off. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, sorry, Kristen. Kristen's probably listening to She's us. So like, fucking pissed at this point. Yeah. I gotta pee. <laughs> Guys, we love you so much. In the frame podcast episode three. It's a wrap. Coming to you live from Oceanside, California. If you haven't been to Oceanside, come down visit. That's it for us. I'm Peter Collins. On my belt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Was, I didn't see that coming, dude. <laughs> We're keeping this. What's your name? Dude? I'm Alberto Mendoza, and this is in the frame podcast episode three. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.